Happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome to episode one of the BBA Mindset Podcast. This is Donnie, if you didn't already recognize. Um, Thank you so much for being a part of this membership, number one. And I'm so happy that you are actually able to hear the very first episode of this podcast. This is a very special time for me because everyone that's in this during month one, um, number one, like that's just special to me you know, in general, because you were actually willing to join without actually having a reference of what to expect. So I appreciate you for joining in this first month of this membership. But also along with that, um, this month has just been a lot for me because um, so many things have happened this month to me. (laughs) Um, I launched this membership. I launched my cosmetics line, and um, I've also been trying to develop a few other things, and then also I'm trying to get organized just with my life in general. So there's a lot of things happening, a lot of things shifting, but a lot of good things have come this month, and so I'm super grateful. But this podcast, we're actually going to talk about some things that didn't go so well. Um, Not to bring negativity into it, but... I do want to be real with you guys and show you that no matter what stage you're in and what is going on, that things still happen. Things do not go as planned and there are still things that you have to overcome. Okay, so um, so with that being said, like I like I just said, I'm extremely grateful for everything that has happened this month and I'm extremely grateful for um, just being able to reach some of my goals. So like I've been trying to tell you guys in some of our sessions that I, this month will be the first time that I've actually reached my revenue goals for a lot of things. Um, Pivot right out the gate reached our revenue goal. And then for um, myself, I'm actually hitting the numbers that I've I've been wanting to hit. And that's a big deal considering that this is only the second quarter, like the beginning of the second quarter of my business. I started my business in January. And I actually started mid-January, so um, it wasn't until this month that I was actually in business for a full three months. So that's just like a big deal that I've been able to accomplish so much in such a short amount of time. And I think a lot of times I'm really, really hard on myself and I don't give myself enough credit, but um, that's a big deal. So I've done pretty well. And so I'm just excited to see um, things progress and to see how I'm able to evolve for the rest of the year. Um, but now to tell you what's been going on on the opposite end of that spectrum, um, along with that, there have been things that have come up that have been extremely annoying and just um, some stuff that I've had to kind of figure out how to maneuver, you know? So this podcast, yes, I'm going to explain to you what's been going on that I haven't loved, but also I'm going to share just kind of what I'm doing to actually maintain a positive mind and just um, move forward when adversity comes, okay? Because I feel like not only am I going through some things as far as like my business and just adjusting and trying to figure things out, I think a lot of us are going through things in general and it can really wear on us, you know, and it can really cause us to have a hard time um, wanting to push forward. You know, I know for myself, like this past month, or just like actually the past week or two, I've, and I'm always someone that's like, work, 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 work. But for some reason, the last week or two, I have not been motivated. And I push myself regardless, because I'm used to doing that. But I just haven't wanted to work, if that makes sense. I've wanted to just do nothing. 
And that's not normal for me. And so I think a lot of people are going through that right now where they're just in this stage of like either they have no idea how to feel. They don't, you know, or they're just unhappy with the way things are because of, you know, the pandemic or, you know, other things are coming up and it's affecting their work life. You know, personal life stuff is affecting their work life. So I, without further ado, I'm going to get into what's been going on. So for me, out of everything that I do, the biggest thing that has been a big adjustment has been pivot. (sighs) Okay, so from the first day that we launched, we actually had another brand, another small brand that caters to the same audience. Um, They kind of tried to publicly shame and attack us, and they were kind of saying that we copied them. So number one, this is the thing. I literally had no idea until the next day that this was even going on, okay? So I was happy all my on the day of our launch. I was happy. I was good. I was totally fine, right? So then the next day, I keep seeing... So you know how, like, when you post a story, um, of course, we all look to see if, like, anyone checked it. Like, right after I put... Po- well, I do. Right after I post, I look to see if anyone's seen it. And I know that's stupid because I just posted it. But I always look to see if anyone's seen it right away. So... Um, there was one girl, she kept showing up and I'd never seen her. Like there are certain people that I know like consistently watch my stories right away. Okay. Because like, like I said, if I keep checking, I can see the same people a lot of times. And so, uh, I don't know if they just have me on notifications or if, um, they're just on their phone a lot or what, but I can always see those people that like the first few people are normally consistently the same people. So I was like, Number one, I was like, okay, who is this girl? You know, because I was like, oh, maybe she's somebody new. Maybe she just followed me or something because I've never seen her. And she keeps watching all of my stories. Right. So I'm not thinking anything of it. And she had a cute profile picture. So I go click on it and I see that she is the owner of this particular brand, which I have heard of this brand. I know of this brand (laughs) Um, because, like I said, like they cater to the same audience as us. So I've seen them or I've come across them before. It wasn't like um, I had never heard of it, but I also don't follow her or the brand. So literally, like like I said, I just have come across it before. It's not something that I constantly check for or look at or follow. Um, and nor do we follow them on pivot. But I noticed, um, like when you look at her profile and the little, like she tagged the brand, the brand. Okay. So like when you tag a brand in your bio, you can click on it normally, but I couldn't click on it. Like I, it was like all gray, like all of it was like or or black rather, all of it was black and that tag was not linking. And so I was like, okay, clearly she would not have a bad link in her bio if she's the owner of that brand. Like she would not have let that slide. She would have changed it if the name of the page changed or whatever. So I said, okay, maybe I'm blocked. And so I said, let's find out why I'm blocked. I like, literally, this is like the exact thought that came to my head. (laughs) Like, no lie. Cause I just, I've been, I'm, um, If you don't know, like I have been a social media manager for many brands, many people. And so um, these types of situations, although they're new to my business, they are not new to me. So I'm used to just weird situations like this. And um, I've had times like this where I've had to deal with situations like this for other brands. So I don't, I guess that maybe that's like a muscle, like a memory muscle thing where 
those types of things trigger that thought of like something funny is going on or there's an issue. So, <laughs> so when I saw that immediately, I was like, oh, something's wrong. And that's the only reason she's looking at my account. So then I was like, well, how can I figure this out? So I just, first thing I thought of was to go to her story. So I went to her story and cause she hadn't blocked me. She just blocked me from her brand. So I thought that was also strange as well. So I go to her story and, um, I see right away that she has been talking about me and my brand all day yesterday. So I'm like, oh, this is great. So she literally did like a whole um, PowerPoint on her story basically. <laughs> and she's trying to dissect. This is the thing though. If, if I copied you, call me out on it, okay? Also too, if I copied you, call me out in directly like don't sit here and do any subliminal stuff because that actually like irritates me to the highest degree okay so <laughs> I was extremely irritated when I saw this because I said wow you could actually just came to me as a real business owner and confronted me but you want to go and like be messy okay so she can she goes and creates this whole PowerPoint basically I'm being dramatic by saying PowerPoint but she made this whole PowerPoint about how we copied her now mind you in this PowerPoint there were only two points that she could make okay one was on a post that we had done literally one post she said it looked like something they had done okay but mind you in this post that she's making she also states that a ton of other brands have also also done the same post, okay? So I said, um, so why are we the only ones getting called out or why are we being called? Um, Cause she's, they didn't invent this type of post. Let me start by saying that. <clears throat> they didn't invent this, invent this type of post. I've seen a million brands do it just like she said. And um, we actually got the idea from seeing other people do it. And like she said, it's recycled a lot. That's just like when you recycle a meme. It's not like um, this type of post wasn't something that like represented our brand. It was just a fun type of post. It wasn't anything serious. So it wasn't like we were trying to steal something that represents the, D the DNA of her brand or anything like that. Like it wasn't that deep. Um, so I was like, girl relax. So then um, she said that, like, we copied that post. Ooh. And then she said that on her website, we um, have icons underneath our banner. And so we copied them because we have icons that are similar. So out of everything that we've ever done with Pivot, we've done a lot of things. We have a lot of content. We have a lot of um you know, graphics and design behind our brand. Out of everything that we do, those are the only two things she could point out that were similar between our brands. And so now she wants to say that we are just, um, just ridiculous and we copy them. So I took it upon myself to DM her. And then when I DM'd her, I was like, I was straight up. I was like, girl, you could have just came to me, you know? <laughs> and she did not, um, she didn't take the message so well. And so she called me, um, I don't know. She said, I have bad business practices and all this stupid stuff. And she said, I didn't want to come to you because I don't really want that energy. Well, to me and everyone else, it seems like you want that energy because you posted it publicly. So I just was really irritated. Um, and that bothered me for like a day or two, like seriously, because one, I just took it away because one, it was the day of our launch, okay? And you know, you see that we are launching our brand and you did this purposely. We, uh, okay, so if you wanted to call out our website, 
clearly you've been checking for us. Okay, that's number one. That's very clear that you're checking for us. Although we don't look at you, we don't follow you, we don't anything you. Uh, (laughs) So you have been checking for us and keeping tabs on us clearly. Um, Because I have no idea what's going on with your business. Like no idea. So you've been checking for us. And if you Since you have been, you would know that our website did not launch the day of our launch. Our website had already been up. So why is it that you want to wait until the day of our launch to actually address this? That was the first thing that bothered me. If you want to call out these icons or whatever that sent you over the edge, why would you wait until the day that we launch? You want to be messy. Number two, also the fact that she just didn't come to me. You are also a small brand that is owned by... um, you know, and you are a woman of color that owns this brand. So you are, like in my eyes, it's setting us back more so than actually helping us in any way because you want to sit here and tear down another brand that is owned by a black woman that has actually done nothing to you and you still after seeing these two points that you made I literally showed so many people because I just wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy but after these two points that you made it still had no real um, foundation to like be able to claim that we copy you. So one, I think you were blowing it up a little bit and I think maybe she was triggered or something because we were getting a lot of attention that day. But either way, I just didn't like the situation and it bothered me. So that was something I was dealing with. Um, (laughs) Number two, and I'm just being really real with you guys. I I don't have to go into this much detail, but I'm going to share with you as if you guys are my friends um, because you are my friends now. And I want you guys to understand that like I I still deal with stuff too and I'm human. I I feel a way about stuff. Um, Okay, so the other thing that happened was I just found out that some of my packages were getting lost. Um, Like people's packages were delivered to other people's houses and then they had to reroute and all this stuff. So people that ordered the day of the launch still weren't getting their packages until like today and yesterday, um, which is weeks, like that's weeks out. That's ridiculous. Um, So that was another thing I was bothered by. Um, Another thing is someone that I personally know ordered something and then one of their, um, like something in their order actually broke and it like busted open. Wow, I don't know why my thing's on. Uh, It busted open and (laughs) then it was like a whole thing. They wanted a refund. They were not having it. Um, She was like, I don't even want to use the rest of my stuff anymore because of the nature of this. And I'm it was just like a whole thing. And I was like, okay, great. There's that. Um, and then along with that, I'm just trying to figure out how to balance everything because I, I forgot how hard and tiring it is to actually package orders. So like stuff that I do for my membership and like DonnieBrown.com, that's more so mentally draining. So at the end of the day, I don't really want to talk to people and I just want to be to myself because I'm mentally drained, right? With Pivot, it is physically draining and mentally draining. So so at the end of the day, like when I've finished things, my body hurts, like my back starts hurting. Um, The rest of my body, not so much, but my back does hurt um, because I'm up making orders and stuff like that. So that's another thing I'm trying to, um, you know, trying to figure out is like how to maintain my schedule and figure out how to create um, a different workflow that works for me so that this doesn't become stressful, you know? Um, And then I just think that there, along with that, like, 
I've just realized we have a lot of eyes on us, you know, as far as pivot and like what we're doing. And I'm just realizing I have to move different than I did with any other business that I had. So, you know, because of just because of people watching us, every little thing we do, everything that um, we're putting out is just being not that it's being, um, you know, picked apart, but people are really paying attention to us. And even just with because it's attached to me and my name, I am more so being pushed forward in the forefront of my industry. So I'm just having to be really careful about the way that I do things because not only do I have this business, but I also teach about how to have a business like this. So people are really analytical when it comes to my stuff and they're paying attention. And so I want to make sure that I'm delivering, um, you know, everything the best that I possibly can, because I don't want to I don't, I don't know, I just don't want to seem like a hypocrite, if that makes sense. So I'm feeling that pressure of like, do things right, do things right, do things right. Even I did an interview with someone and they kind of like called, like the person that was interviewing me kind of called me out on something while they were interviewing me. And I, at the time I was like, whatever, it's not a big deal. But like, when I think about it, that right there was like low key kind of shady. Cause I'm like, dang, like you called me here to interview me and then you go shade me, but whatever. Um, so, but it's stuff like that. Like literally everyone is like just paying attention heavy to what I've been doing and what we're doing. So those are some things that I'm dealing with and you might not think it's serious or you might be dealing with something a bit more serious than what I'm dealing with, but, or even if it's, if you feel like it's not as big as what I'm dealing with, you you might literally just be having a hard time restocking your orders, or you might be having a hard time figuring out your branding or whatever, but ultimately, it's still all in the same realm of like having to overcome some sort of obstacle and figure out how to move forward. And so that's really what I want to talk to you about is like the strategies that I'm coming up with in order to move forward to make sure that I am not going downhill because this can really become a slippery slope if you know because this is not even a full month that pivot has been launched and all of these things have taken place so just imagine if i did not come up with any real um, strategy or system for myself in order to maintain my mental health my physical health and um, be able to manage the level of growth because ultimately the goal is for pivot to get way bigger than it is right now so how am i going to be able to manage that if i don't come up with better systems for myself and better um, habits for myself right okay so something you might want to do is possibly like grab a pen and paper or write these in your notes on your phone because these are really um some techniques or some things you might want to implement yourself into your routine or just into your habits, okay? So the first thing I want to talk about is a new habit that I'm trying to develop, and that is to literally just detach. Um, I know I talk about this vaguely sometimes where I'm like, oh, I'm not the, I'm, well, wow, can I talk? I talk about this vaguely sometimes where I say that I am, my, my business is not my baby, um, and I am more so the manager of my business. And I know that, yes, in the general sense, that means that I am managing it, but there are still times, because at the end of the day, I did sit here and build this for like many months. So there are times like when that girl called us out and said that we were, you know, copying her, where I get a little sensitive. And so I 
am trying to develop a habit of detaching even in those moments because yes at the end of the day I do want to like buck out my chest and kind of come at her since she came at us and I want to defend what I built but at the same time I have to ask myself is it necessary is it worth it right so here's a few of the questions that I kind of ask myself in order to determine if it's worth my energy so number one I will ask myself did this affect our revenue that didn't affect our revenue at all I'm gonna just be honest. Her little whatever that was, I don't know if, I mean, I'm pretty sure people that follow, uh, people that follow her brand follow ours because I, like when I, well, I'm blocked from her page, but (laughs) when I went to her regular page, I saw that some of the people that I follow and that follow me follow her. So I'm like, it probably, you know, crosses over on her business page as well but ultimately it still didn't hurt our revenue um and so maybe she did sway somebody from you know buying our stuff I don't know but ultimately I still reached my goal so I'm fine with that um outside of that I have to ask myself um is this something that is going to affect the way that people see our business um and is it gonna hurt us long term And no, ultimately that blew over, like no one cared. Um, And the the thing about it is the way I know, the way that I know no one cared is no one actually brought it up to me directly. So that really does mean that even though, yes, some of our followers might overlap, she doesn't have as much influence as um, she would like to think or, (laughs) and the reason, the only reason I say this is because she claims that people are copying her. So she doesn't have as much influence as, as, can I talk? She doesn't have as much influence as she would like to think. So even though, yes, you put us on blast, whatever, whoop-de-woo, ultimately no one came to me saying, oh my God, she just posted this about you guys. No one said um, that, you know, they even saw that. No one came to me and even said that they saw that. I only found it because she was creeping on my page so much. So at the end of the day, it doesn't, it didn't sway anyone. It didn't hurt our brand long-term because no one is even checking for what she said. So it's not worth my attention. Um, and then the other thing is after I've asked myself those two questions, then I have to allow myself. Yes. I, I allow myself a few minutes or whatever. Um, even if it takes up to an hour, I'll allow myself that time to feel it and be annoyed or whatever. And then I have to let it go. So I kind of created this safe word with myself, and I know this is stupid, but like, (laughs) um, whenever I feel myself being obsessive, and I think this is just a personality trait of mine because I do this with a lot of things. So like whenever I'm um, working on something in my business and I can't figure it out, I become a little obsessive. And I also do this with a few other things that are bothering me. Like if something bothers me, I become obsessive. I even dream about it a lot of times. And so, when I'm awake and I'm conscious, I have a safe word for myself. And when I say the safe word, I redirect my thoughts. So for me, my safe word is peanut butter. I know that sounds so dumb, (laughs) but what I do is if I catch myself in the middle of having that thought pattern, um, especially if it's something negative or just something that's not positively um, affecting me, 
then I'm just going or that I'm just obsessing over rather then I will say peanut butter and then I have to force myself to think about something else and the reason I do that is because your thoughts are so powerful and you know I don't have to explain that to you guys because you guys already know that but your thoughts literally um just like your words do oh Jesus just like your words have so much life your thoughts are also forming with within you because your thoughts here's the thing that we don't all always comprehend or understand our thoughts a lot of times we are feeling our thoughts like because we're not verbally saying it so we feel it within our bodies um what we're saying and so when it comes to manifesting a lot of that is um well not a lot of it all of it your feelings are your prayers so your the way that you feel is what um resonates with the universe and God. So like if you're sitting here and feeling like, oh my God, my life is the worst, that's how you attract more. Not by you saying it, but by you feeling like your life is the worst. And then you keep attracting more and more terrible things. So if I'm sitting here feeling upset and feeling um, hatred and all these things towards someone or something, then it's just going to manifest more of those situations in my life. And so, yes, I'm still working on this because I've noticed that with myself, I have an easier time of doing this when my energy levels are higher. But when I'm tired and I'm over it, I don't do so well at this. So I'm still working on this. But that is my goal is to actually be better at maintaining the way that I feel and redirecting my thought patterns in the process. And then also evaluating if it's even worth me giving energy to. So if it's not, then I force myself to um, just let it go. Now for some people that might be hard to like let things go and not, um, you know, just like let go of things and be over it. But I think for me it's kind of easy because I have um, I'm I have dismissive avoidant behaviors and if you don't know what that is you can Google it but all of us have different attachment styles and so mine it used to be and still sometimes is um, dismissive avoidant and so what that means is if I feel like um, someone either doesn't want me or someone doesn't like me or um, or if I feel like something is not worth my time and people are getting on my nerves, I will dismiss and avoid them. And I know that sounds horrible, but um, it's, so it's pretty easy for me whenever I tell myself like, oh, just ignore that or just dismiss it, I can do it pretty well. So for those that can't do that, that will take some more time to actually train your brain to do that. But that is what I use that um, that habit for now, I use it for good as far as like me letting go of things and, um, you know, trying to redirect my thoughts. Okay. So the next point that I wanted to, or the next thing I wanted to share with you guys is, um, I'm trying to create a designated workspace. So if you have looked at me or watched me any amount of time, a lot of times when I'm teaching, I will be sitting in my bed Um, So when you see like those gold rails um, around me or like in the corner, I will literally be in my bed. That's that means I'm in my bed. Um, I have like this gold rail canopy bed. Okay, so when you see that I'm in my bed. And so the problem is I work in my bed. I sleep in my bed. um, I relax in my bed. I do everything in my bed because I like my bed and it's comfortable. But that's not healthy because it makes no sense um, when I'm trying to create boundaries with my work and you know, with the way that I feel day to day. So 
if you do everything in the same space, then that space holds the energy of all of those different things that you do. So the reason I wasn't working at my desk was because I had so many things on my desk and so many things going on and it was just a lot going on. So what I did this month is I've been taking it upon myself to redesign my space and um, give myself a designated workspace so that I can actually take the time to work in one area and then relax in another area and just kind of divide where I do different things. That way I don't carry that same energy to another space. Because a lot of times I notice that I would be going to sleep and then I'd wake up and I'd still be just as drained. And that's not good, but it's probably because energetically I was still holding on to all of the stress and all of the things that I was gaining from, you know, working in my bed and doing all the other stuff that I do that's stressful every day. I was doing it from my bed, so that's not good. So yeah, I I bought a new desk um, and I'm just trying to rearrange my space so that I can actually have a designated workspace. So that's number two. If you don't have a designated workspace, um, as you begin to develop your business, I think it's really important that you have some sort of space that you designate to work. And you know, it's the same concept that some people use for like their prayer space or their meditation space. Like a lot of people will create some space on their balcony and just kind of use it to meditate and, um, you know, um, handle anything regarding releasing and maintaining their peace, you know? So that is really important just to have a designated space for your work. Okay, so the next thing that I'm working on doing is I'm trying my best to create office hours. So I am on this mission to figure out a way to better organize my time. I do a lot of things in one day. Like I'm very good about accomplishing a lot of things, but I'm also very good at giving myself a lot to do, which is not good. So what I'm trying to do is figure out a realistic time frame for myself to accomplish different projects. And then I'm trying to use um, my calendar, like Google Calendar, to actually build time blocks for myself and then give myself limits. Like I will, I'm literally the type of person that'll wake up at eight and then work until two in the morning. So that's stupid. Like who does that? Um, number one, I'm not Diddy. And number two, the reason I say it's stupid is because I want to sit here and tell myself I have this belief that I don't have to work hard in order to gain uh, wealth and have a wealthy life. In my in my can I talk? In my mind, when I think of a wealthy life, for me that represents freedom and that represents time. Like I have time on my hands to do the things that I want to do, but then I sit here and do all these things that. Are, are opposing to that idea, you know? So I need to, one, not only have that belief that it's possible, but also behave as if I have that type of life. And someone that has that type of life creates boundaries for themselves and they do not allow themselves to overwork themselves because they understand that life is not about working hard just to work hard all the time. Life is about working hard 
in periods so that you can actually enjoy life as well. So, and that's just my personal belief. If you don't believe that, if you want to work hard and you want to work until you're in the hospital, do that by all means, that is you. But for me personally, that is a belief that I've always had and a life that I've always imagined for myself. And so if I want that life, I need to begin building those boundaries because it's not just going to happen one day where I'm like, oh, I have all this time now. No, I'm going to continue this this habit of always overworking myself. So that's just not something I want to do. So I'm trying to build office hours and work on creating boundaries with my time and the way that I operate. Um, Okay, so then the last thing is I'm working on changing my beliefs. Okay, so one thing a lot of times like because we're humans the way that our minds are wired is that when something happens that is not good or something that um you know something happens where it's not ideal or wasn't in our plans it automatically computes as a threat in our heads and everything is not a threat okay that's number one (laughs) everything is not a threat and we have to retrain our brains so that we don't always feel like everything is a threat because if you do you're just always going to be stuck in this stupid cycle of, um, you know, just always like having, um, oh, what's the word? You're just always going to feel like you have to like fight and defend yourself. And like, you know, that's just stupid. I don't always want to feel like that. Like I'm on the edge and always defensive and all of that as far as what I do with my business and all that, because then you always are quick to get offended. You're always going to be quick to be hurt by anything anyone says. And so it's just is stupid. And it's like, not worth your energy. So I'm trying to change my beliefs. So like even with that situation where the girl um, tried to call us out. So yes, I do get really triggered. I get triggered by two things, disrespect. And um, when people are trying to talk down and then they don't have the energy to say it to my face. So, (laughs) and I guess that kind of goes under the disrespect thing of like, oh, I'm gonna just talk bad about you, but then not say it to you. Like, I don't know why that's always made me so upset. And I, and I actually get upset about like stuff like that in general. Like when people are bullying people, I get super upset. And I, and it, especially when it has nothing to do with me, like I can literally just be watching someone be bullied or be talked like, or someone talking bad about someone else. And it bothers me to my core. And so not that I can't be bothered or want to defend somebody, but I also need to change my beliefs and figure out a way to not let my body feel it so heavy and just, um, detach a bit and find a belief that aligns better so that I can have some sort of relief mentally and um, and in my body so that I don't have to feel that, you know? It doesn't require all that energy. So something within me has a belief that that is like extremely wrong and just horrible and like I need to do something and say something about it and like, and if I don't do anything about it, it's like the end of the world and all that, you know? So I have to figure out a way to change some of my beliefs so that I'm not triggered all the time and so that I'm not, um, you know, falling into these bad um, thought cycles, you know? So that's the first thing. Like, I could change my beliefs and then not even be offended in the first place, you know? But if I do get offended, that's where that detachment comes in that I was talking about in the first point. So um, just... I guess the main thing is to pay attention to your own behaviors and pay attention to what triggers you um, in your business and what is bothering you 
and then figure out a way, like figure out the core of why that's even bothering you in the first place and then see if you can kind of adjust some of your beliefs. So here's the thing. It's not always that you have to um, not be annoyed by it. You can feel a way about it. You can be annoyed, but you also like, here's the thing. This is what I always think about. If I was Beyonce, okay, all, when people say stupid stuff about Beyonce, I'm sure, yes, uh, in the past, it's probably bothered her or whatever with certain things. But at the end of the day, if you're Beyonce and you have all of these, um, you have this amazing life, you have uh, an amazing family, you've built all these wonderful things for yourself. If someone goes on the internet and calls you uh, ugly, do you really think it's gonna upset you? Like, no, unless you just have like a, like really bad self-esteem issues, um, it's probably not going to bother you because you're so focused on how great your life is, you know? So that's kind of where my head is at is like, if I want to get to that point where my life is just so amazing that I don't even care about these people, it's going to have to start before that. It's going to have to be a mindset shift where like these little stupid things don't even bother me because it's dumb. Like it's not even, a, you know, it's not a... Um, it's not important and it's a waste of my time to even sit here and give energy to that. So I'm trying to, um, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to mentally adjust to where like stuff like that becomes a joke. And it's like, well, okay, I don't even care about that. I don't have time to think about that, you know, cause I have other things to worry about. So that is pretty much it. As far as my points, I, I'm so happy that I finally made it to the end of this episode. I'm sorry that it was kind of long, but I did want to really give you guys some value and kind of get personal with you guys so that you can, you know, either relate or you utilize some of this and kind of, you know, implement this into your own life and routine. Um, and if you haven't started your business yet, this is a great time for you to actually think about these things because even if you haven't started yet, these are things that will come up and these are things that you'll have to deal with. So you can already begin to create those good habits for yourself so you can actually cut down on some of these stress, these stresses and some of these, um, you know, obstacles that you might run into. But that is it, ladies. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to, you can share it on your story that you are listening to this and tag me. Um, also, if you have not already, make sure that you catch up on all of the trainings and the videos from this month, because next Wednesday we are starting a whole new um topic. Okay. We're talking about influencer marketing and I'm going to dive deep and I'm going to give you guys all the secrets, all the tricks to making influencer marketing work for you. Okay. Um, oh, you guys, that's another thing. This morning I woke up to somebody, one of our influencers, they shared our code. We have a promo code that we use to, um, make the order free so that when influencers order, like their order is free. And then, um, but it only works one time for like each person, but it's a special, um, secret code. And one of the girls that use the code, she goes and shares it on her story. And so I woke up to a bunch of free orders coming through. So you see, my life is just ridiculous. Like all of this has happened within a matter of two weeks of us being launched. Anyways, that wasn't the point, but, <laughs> but thank you so much. So that is going to be the topic next month um, or starting next Wednesday. We're going to be talking about how to, um, you know, do your influencer marketing and all of that. So make sure you catch up on all of the stuff around content and creating content for sales so that we can get you um, so that we can get you guys on the next wave. Okay. And on the next topic. All right. Thank you so much. Have an awesome rest of your week. Goodbye.